Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Muckrake Podcast. I'm Nick Houselman, and this is an announcement to let you know that we are going to be doing a new series called The Weekender over on Patreon that will appear every Friday. And this is a little sneak preview so you can get a handle on what it's like and why you'd want to go over there and join the Patreon and be part of that community, which has been incredible and amazing with a lot of people there and a lot of great conversations. So uh, here it is. Check it out. And uh, feel free to check out the actual Patreon as well at patreon.com slash muckrake podcast hey everybody welcome to the weekender edition of the muckrake podcast i'm jj sexton enjoying my summer enjoying my time off here with my good buddy nick houselman uh we 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 have a fully packed patreon exclusive show today uh we we got to talk about criminal investigations we're going to debate the perfect time to take a shower which i'm very excited about getting into that, figuring out who we are and how we we move through this thing called the world. How we smell. How how we smell, hopefully decent. Uh, but speaking of things that stink to high heaven, how about that, Nick? <laughs> how, how about that for a transition? Uh, I, I, I bow down to you. That's not bad. So we, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about that. Uh, after we taped our last episode, uh, the New York Attorney General's office, and this is from Reuters, said on Tuesday that it has now opened a criminal investigation into former President Donald Trump's company. Uh, Attorney General Letitia James has been investigating whether the Trump Organization falsely reported property values to secure loans and obtain economic and tax benefits. Uh, Fabian Levy, a spokesman for the Attorney General's office, said that they had informed the Trump Organization that our investigation into the organization. This is terrible writing. Terrible quote that the investigation into the organization is no longer purely civil in nature. Um, I just want to say as a precursor, Nick, I'm shocked because I have always assumed that Donald Trump and the Trump organization all above board law abiding citizens. I am I am I'm shocked right now. So you might you might have to you might have to take the segment as I collect myself. Okay. I mean, listen, the gold standard for ethical behavior. I, th- I think they actually sponsored isn't there's like a there's a university somewhere like that's like sponsors like ethical business practices a business school. I think that's that Trump be, University must be them. So uh, I mean, here's the thing. It's like we knew this was going to happen. We, they have the taxes. This is all about taxes, right? This is all it is. They have numbers and you can then, uh, you know, uh, cross-reference those to what they've reported on other st- statements like getting loans. Um, is this more egregious than like FEC violations? Yeah, right? I, I mean, they, Nick, they've broken every law that there is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like when you start when you start comparing the laws at some point or another, it's like the old, um, you know, it's the old thing where it's like through religions, you're trying to figure out which weighs more a soul or like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a, a scale of stones. Like but who who is they that has broken these laws? Who are they going to say broke the laws? Well, that's a great question because it's certainly the shit flows downstream. Sure. I mean, it's it's going to it's going to be pawned off on somebody else. Oh, yeah. Alan Weisselberg is just an awful human being. He was the mastermind behind all of this, Jared. Alan, can man. you can you believe it? It's it's like the old uh, crime bosses of yore who'd be like, "I am shocked to hear that men completely unconnected to me who have never had a phone conversation with me not once, and you can't prove it." 
are out there committing murders and crimes. Like I am an upstanding individual involved in this organization. I cannot believe other people do it. Um, I do have to say, and and before you know our our patrons and because they're lovely people and our listeners and they're lovely people start popping open the bottles of champagne. I know that I'm the party pooper. I understand this. I I I I I, I embrace the role, Nick. I would be shocked. I, I would be shocked, gray, white haired, if if Donald Trump is held accountable for his crimes. And this is this is a change. This is a hopeful thing. Like I want him to be held accountable. I want him to suffer for his crimes. But I also know what happens to white, wealthy men in this country when they are charged with crimes. And there's not a great track record. Sure. I mean, I, I you know, I, there could be one worst case scenario is where he has to pay some money as a fine. Like, big deal. Pay back the taxes. Like, seriously, that might end up being what it is. And he won't have to pay it because they'll raise money around this and his supporters will end up paying for it. Right. Which would be probably another violation of another law, because <laughs> I don't think you can do that. But still, uh, that will, I'm sure that's what will happen. And um, that's what's so sad about this. Now, the one thing about bringing these kind of charges and making them public like they are is because of the background of who this guy is and what, what he was formerly. Um, I don't think that they would even whisper these things out loud unless they knew they had him absolutely dead to rights. So that seems to be the one thing, you know, it's it's going way too slow for my taste. But uh, at the very least, it seems like, you know, because they can easily be accused of it being a political witch hunt and partisan, uh, they, they had better get it. They better have these facts and evidence lined up perfectly to a T that are unassailable when they actually, you know, go through with the whole thing. Well, and what sucks about this is that Robert Mueller had... Donald yeah. Trump writes, I mean, and not just for any crimes, but on, on, on multitudes of crimes, including, uh, you know, working with a foreign nation to try and steal an election, uh, trading information, not reporting it to the FBI, just like engaging in some really horrid stuff, but then also got caught dead to rights covering that up. Yeah working to conceal his crimes and to uh, hinder investigations. Um, Donald Trump has been caught dead to rights multiple times. And, you know, unfortunately, this this might have just been another Tuesday for Donald Trump. And, and you know, a Tuesday now obviously revolves around him wandering around like a Sasquatch at Mar-a-Lago, interrupting senior photos and engagement parties and talking about God knows what. I assume I, I, I just read today that Mike Lindell has gotten hold of a bunch of voting machines and he's keeping them in some secret, undisclosed locations. I have to assume Trump's in on that. I have to assume that this is part of it. So, you know, it, it, I, I want to believe that these things are going to come to account. Uh, I understand that from the people that I've talked to, they feel like there's obviously a good case against Trump and that everything that he's ever done has been illegal. And he he's not a smart man. He's not a capable man. So I, I am hopeful. But then there's another part of this story that we have to talk about, which is that already, and this is a larger thing, because it's not a, it Trump's one thing. Right. Trump is just like, again, a symptom of a larger disease. They're already having conversations among the Florida GOP about how to protect him. Should criminal 
uh, uh, charges be brought against him, how to keep him from, you know, being sent to New York in order to stay in trial, how to, you know, keep this disgraced former president safe at Mar-a-Lago on the taxpayer's dime, I assume, which is how this whole story is destined to turn out. Uh, but the party has already taken the next step, which is not only are they going to rec- not recognize elections, but they're also not going to recognize the law, which where we've been going all along. Well, you know, this shielding of him is, is a fascinating repercussion, which I think I think I was on the side of thinking that once he lost the election in November, he would slowly start to fade away. And people were like, oh, my God, I can't believe how corrupt that guy was. Thank God he's no longer in office. These are Republicans. I kind of thought that was going to happen, perhaps like the Liz Cheney path. But instead, it's shielding after shielding because, I mean, listen, we just had an approval uh, on a vote on the January 6th commission, and they got 35 uh, Republicans to actually go against Kevin McCarthy. How weak is that guy who told everybody not to vote for it? But it was a suggestion. It really wasn't the whip uh, to, to tell him not to, but it was a suggestion. They all, they, 35 people went against him. But we, we keep seeing time and again that they're willing to cover for him. By the way, by the way, you know, the reason why they didn't want the, the January 6th commission, and that's the name of the commission, was because they wanted to include, you know, Black Lives Matter riots, right? They wanted to include uh, the softball shooting of Scalise. You know what they needed to include, Jared? I want to know why I wasn't invited to Michelle Obama's birthday party in 2015. Like, let's investigate that while we're at it, because it's an outrage and it's certainly as as connected as any of the other things they want to include on a, on a thing that's called the January 6th commission. So what is There's this about it? not a video component of the Weekender edition or otherwise everyone could see the, the hurt still etched on on your face. Like yeah. that was that was a really emotional moment for you. It was. It was. So the point being, I guess maybe Trump isn't even Trump anymore. Trump simply represents enough voters that can win these people elections. Is that really, I think that's what we're down to, right? Or oh, and maybe money too. Yeah, I think it's both. I mean, Lindsey Graham, who um, for as repulsive and, and horrific of a person as he is, and as pathetic as Lindsey Graham is, occasionally Lindsey Graham will say something that is pretty accurate. You know what I mean? There's like moments of clarity with that guy. And, you know, during the whole Liz Cheney thing, he had said Liz Cheney has made the determination that the Republican Party cannot grow with Donald Trump. I have made the determination that we cannot grow without him. And this goes back. And, and by the way, if, if people haven't heard our interview with Stuart Stevens from uh, earlier in the week, go back and listen to that. I, I you know, we I just want to pause and say, um, you know, I think people. People found it illuminating. I did as well. It was good to hear it from the source, right? That this thing has always been going along that way. His book, uh, It Was All a Lie, documents how the Republican Party, and we've talked about it for however long we've been doing this podcast, they had the chance. They could have gone in a different direction. They knew after 2012 that they were not going to continue being a viable political project as long as they continued with this white supremacy, white aggrievement uh, uh, binge. And they thought that they should, you know, become less racist, less xenophobic and, and less hateful. They 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 tore that up. They set it on fire. They got on the exit ramp and they've arrived here. It has been going in this direction all along, and it's not even about Donald Trump anymore. He's a really convenient symbol for them. And what you're talking about, and you've been talking about for forever, which is when the mask slides off, 
Donald Trump gave them permission to take the mask off. Mm -hmm. He showed them and they said all along, we watched them. They're all like, oh, I don't really like it when he says those things. Well, the problem wasn't what he did. The problem is that he said it out loud, right? And they're like, oh, God, he's saying the quiet part out loud. And then they learned there are no repercussions. He was the the velociraptor testing the, the fence and making sure that they could get out. So you're exactly right. It's not about the individual. It's about the symbol. It's about what he has allowed them to do and where he has taken them, which is where they wanted to go. You know, the, the thing that we I don't know if we wrapped our head around properly is we know that a lot of the Republicans or not all of them are lying they know, and they know they're lying because they obviously want to stay in power. But do they know that the lies and the misinformation that they spread becomes gospel to their constituents? That might be the thing they didn't really count on. And that's probably why when they decided in 2012 that we can't be this, this uh, party anymore. And then all of a sudden in 2016, Trump comes along. By the way, in 2020, he gets them 75 million votes. Is that what it was? 75 ultimately, whatever it was in the, in the presidential. That's what they're looking at. They're not even looking at it as a loss. They're looking at this guy, this asshole who they probably don't like and recognize he lies was able to increase and give them the most votes anybody's ever gotten until Joe Biden got a few more, like 7 million more to win. So that's what they're looking at here. And uh, that, that is the key here is do they know? And at this point, they absolutely have to because we're seeing what's going on like in Arizona is these people are taking this as gospel. They are, they are cementing these ideas in their head. And uh, it, it, they're already, the interesting thing about them is that for the most part, let's generalize. I don't want to be a, a generalizer, but let's just say there's something similar to many of these people who you see interviewed about, about the, the voting fraud. Uh, they're already predisposed to believe this, right? They're already set up, and it could very well be religious, could be military, but there's something personality-wise in my mind that there's, that's where they're predisposed to be able to take this information and they're getting the green light from these politicians uh, who are manipulating them. And it's a Frankenstein's monster at this point. I'm not even sure that the, uh, the politicians themselves fully recognize what they were going to do, which is basically destroy democracy. And you've been listening to a free preview of our Patreon-exclusive Weekender show. If you want to get in on all the fun and get that bonus episode every week, not to mention exclusive content, uh, live hangouts, question and answer sessions. We're even going to do some of these live so you can come and watch how the sausage is made. All you have to do is go over to patreon.com slash podcast. On top of that, you get to hang out with the Muckrake community, which are a really good group of people. So you should do that. That is patreon.com slash podcast. We'll see everybody next week. Thank you.